0: We taking a shot up in the tailgate yep. lot yep. with a stadium view. Yep. What a great spot. Damn it, I've been waiting all week. All right. Counting down the days till I'm back in my seat. So I'm back in my seats. Back on the Boulevard, Monday, March 20th. As always, here to prove to you, there is no such thing as football season. A special edition of Spring Ball Boulevard tonight, folks. And if you can't already tell by my attire on set here, we have something surprising here for you. Now, if you watched a Thursday show, we already teased it, but it's time for the first annual Freshie Awards XFL Midseason Edition. We have a number of categories to hand out tonight from Secret Weapon to Most NFL Ready to Best Play. And of course, none of this would have been possible without the producer, director, and owner of the humble abode we call Studio Z. Chris Zook. We were out on the red carpet taking photos. Look at you all dolled up. You can dress me up. You can't take me out. (laughs) Very, very true. And we've been working pretty hard on this one. It's a little different than our normal show. So bear with us. Uh, This is like one of the first times you'll ever see us in a collar and in a nice jacket here. So (laughs) we're going to have some fun tonight. Uh, Boy, do we have another surprise for you here. A special guest all the way from Sin City, making his Spring Ball Boulevard in-studio debut. Former D3 signal caller, losing handicapper, and number one Vegas Vipers diehard, Mikey Manzel. Give him a round of applause. He makes it. Finally, he's out of that Studio V.
1: Maddie, Fresh Zook uh i lost Oops. all my bets so you know why i'm here <laughs> I mean, look at all, let's
0: be honest <laughs> look at all the freshie awards sitting on the the little set we got for mikey over there i guess he'll be hand delivering them to our winners tonight huh wow i
1: gotta do what mike I what do. really are those oh well if you have to ask <laughs> i am a back to back to back to back national swimming champion swimming swimming
0: is that why you moved to the desert okay Well, guys, sit back, relax. We've made it to the mid-season point of the XFL. And while the rest of the XFL media is going to deep dive about, you know, attendance, television ratings, marketing strategies, we're here to talk about the players. The thing that makes this league go, the players and the coaches, they're the only reason we have something to talk about here on Spring Ball Boulevard. And we are here to honor them tonight with our first category of most exciting player. Guys, this is the player you want to see in open space. The playmaker. Fireworks every week from these guys presenting our nominees. The tailback from the unbeaten D.C. defenders, Abram Smith, the first-year pro out of Baylor. Look at this. Two electric 60-plus-yard touchdown runs last week in St. Louis. He was the silencer of that battle dome with these runs. In fact, he added another short touchdown Ended up with three on the day. Abram Smith. Unreal. Our next nominee, Jeff Badette, Wide receiver one for the Vegas Vipers. Fifth year prod Oklahoma. Helped lead Vegas to their first win over the Orlando Guardians at home at Cashman Field last week. Five catches, 80 yards, two more scores for Bidette. And we have a catchphrase here on the boulevard. Bet on Bidette. The Las Vegas Vipers. Look at Jeff Badet. Our next nominee, Hakeem Butler, A.J. McCarron's 6'6 security blanket, the fourth-year pro out of Iowa State, never loses a 50-50 ball, 88 in blue, a complete matchup nightmare. And, man, he's been a treat to watch in this St. Louis offense. Hakeem Butler with that size, as you see some of the plays that he's been able to make, yet another nominee for our most exciting player A.J. McCarron's number one target this year, and he's got a lot of them. Akeem Butler setting off the Battle Dome. So two wide receivers plus a running back. Have to say congratulations, of course, to our nominees for most exciting player. All three of our jaws have collectively dropped watching you this year. And the Freshie Award for the most exciting player goes to, here it is, Jeff Bidette, congratulations. 24 receptions, 341 yards, five touchdowns, 14.2 yards per catch. Congratulations to Jeff Bidette. You are our XFL midseason most exciting player. Mike, this is your favorite receiver, right? Got to be the wide receiver one of your favorite team, old Bidette.
1: Don't forget Badette, man. I'll tell you what. There there's a fun fact about him when when the XFL first started here, he had a special helmet that included Michael Jackson, Allen Iverson. I remember that. Yeah. And the all-time goat SpongeBob SquarePants.
0: I swear. <laughs> why I, don't they let him wear that? Is that is that under not on brand for Under Armour? That was back in 2020. That was cool to see. I'll he die. had the visor, the, the SpongeBob visor. I remember that, Mike. Wow, people forget that. See, this is why we bring Mikey Manziel <laughs> onto the show. Forget him talking about Vegas and the Vipers. You got to bring SpongeBob into it. So our next category here, Breakout Star. This is the player that maybe not too many of us had on our radar, but has become a shining star through five games of the XFL season. Presenting our nominees, first up, John Trey Kirkland, wide receiver one in that air raid in Houston, the first-year pro out of LSU, where he learned from the best, guys. Remember, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, all in the same wide receiver room, now tearing it up, as you see, with his speed and his hands in the XFL. Don't forget, he is also the highest-rated passer in the league, (laughs) more on that later. Next up, Jockor Pierce, another first-year pro out of Ole Miss, a lot of talk, guys, about Josh Gordon, Blake Jackson, Ben DiNucci coming into the season. Not a word about this guy, Jacor Pearson. But boy, has he shown up massive for the Seattle Sea Dragons in this offense. Just fearlessly running across the middle is Jacor Pearson. And our last nominee. Not easy to be a breakout star nominee without playing offense, but Michael Joseph has surged onto the XFL scene two interceptions in his defender's debut. One of the houses you just saw the fifth-year pro out of Dubuque balling out as a member of the unbeaten D.C. Defenders. Mike Joe just seems to come up with a clutch play when it matters the most time and time again. So we have two wide receivers and a defensive back here. Of course, have to say congratulations to our nominees for Breakout Star. We are grateful you are now on everyone's radar as a true stud. And the Freshie Award... For breakout star goes to Jacor Pearson. 36 catches, 430 yards, and a touchdown. 11.9 yards per catch for Pearson. Congratulations, Jacor! You are our XFL breakout star of the midseason. Mikey, what do you got on Mr. Pearson Peasy, as we call him here on Spring Ball Boulevard? Young Peasy, I'll tell
1: you what. <laughs> if you YouTube his name, he's going to pop up on one of the most Big football YouTuber's page in destroying. He cooks people on -on (laughs) one-on-ones. Yeah, I personally probably would have been a victim of this, (laughs) but I didn't. I I couldn't. I'm not a defensive back, so.
0: Ja'Cor Pearson. uh, This is a guy who was kind of buried on the depth chart coming into the year. Been a stud. Probably going to get back to the NFL. Rolling right along with our next category, we have Ultimate Game Changer. This is that Swiss Army Knife. Someone that you can't quite game plan for, but this is a player who flips the entire dynamic of the game. Presenting our nominees, first up, Darius Shepard. Call him Do-It-All Darius. What an addition to Anthony Beck's St. Louis Battlehawks In this league, 90% of kickoffs are returned, and Shepard will make you pay if you kick to him. Fourth-year pro out of North Dakota State. Guys, he's used to winning, and he's been helping his team do so in the XFL whether it be in the return game, you see some of the huge returns. Watch this. Make the kicker miss. Stay in bounds. Take it down the sideline. Has yet to house one, but you know it's coming from Darius Shepard. This is why these are only midseason awards. Still five games to go here. And our next nominee, my guy, on the desk in the photo frame. Dr. King may not have the stats to fill the box, but this is quality over quantity with number three. Second-year pro from Miami via the Houston Cougars. He opens up that entire D.C. playbook. We've seen him utilize in a special package in this Fred Keist's offense. And when he's in the open space, guys, look at this. He's going to make you miss right through the hole. De'Ara King, a nominee for our ultimate game changer. And finally, A.J. McCarron. We said this coming into the year, guys. A.J. was the early MVP favorite in, coming into the season. Experience that changes the whole game. Ninth-year Prada Bama, of course, seen it all in his career. And it's translated to this Battlehawks offense, tied for the lead league with 11 touchdown passes, leading comebacks against both San Antonio and Seattle, and an underrated athlete, as you see there. So we got two quarterbacks and a wideout who doubles as a kick returner here. And when these players have the ball, all bets are off defensively. The Freshie Award for our breakout star goes to Darius Shepard. 569 kick return yards, 20 catches for another 191. Make that 760 all-purpose for the former Green Bay Packer and North Dakota State star. Congratulations, Darius, our XFL, ultimate game changer at midseason. And somebody you've you, you watched a little bit of, Mike, yes, uh, in your yes. football days.
1: Yeah, I, I tell you what, when I was in North Dakota, uh, I, I lived in a, a small city called Grand Forks. I would venture out into into Fargo land for North Dakota State. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, they put on a show. I, I, Just winners, you, right? If yep. you ever have a chance, anyone listening to this, if you ever have a chance to get out there, uh, the Fargo Dome is a special place. Um, you know, Better than the Battle Dome? You know what? It would give it a run for its money. <laughs> wow. uh, I, I know Darius Shepard uh, played his heart out there, and he's playing his heart out here. I yeah. wish he would have made it on the Packers, man. We both had so much faith in him there, but hey. he's killing it here.
0: Don't count him out, I right? Know, Still oh. young, and Darius Shepard will certainly be back in the NFL. Could really use him as a return specialist for any of these NFL teams. Rolling right along to our next category. Best tandem, these dynamic duos have burst onto the scene with immaculate chemistry and use it to their advantage. Our nominees, A.J. Smith and Brandon Silver. Smith had his pick at quarterbacks during the quarterback camp. Remember, Jordan Palmer ran that. He went with Silver's, who's familiar with his system, and it's paid off. always. A treat to watch these two pilot the Air Raid, especially with that all-access that we get in the XFL. Smith and Silvers have been the class of the XFL offensively. Next up, Jordan Tamu and Derek King, like bread and butter. These two signal callers have paced each other all year in this DC offense. Fred Kice couldn't have asked for better. He got the only two dual-threat quarterbacks in the whole league. I would say the true dual-threat guys, and they're both on one roster. And this tandem has been impossible to stop. Jordan Tamu and Dearrick King, some of the least selfish guys that you'll find across the whole XFL. They can both throw it. They can both run it. And most importantly, they can both score touchdowns. Last but not least here, A.J. McCarron and Hakeem Butler. McCarron, of course, has an embarrassment of riches at wide receiver. We just went over Shepard. But like we said before, Butler's been that security blanket. You throw it up, Hakeem will certainly come down with it. These two have been the definition of a valuable tandem You just see Hakeem Butler like men amongst boys out there time and time again. Some of these guys, it really makes you wonder, how did they not find their way on an NFL roster? I think some of these scouts are going to be scratching their head at this film. But we have uh, teamwork making the dream work here. Listen, I know it's cliche, but it's important in the XFL. And the backfield buddies in the nation's capital, of course, going to get this one. The Freshie Award for Best Tandem goes to Jordan Tamu and De'Eric King. 717 pass yards combined 281 on the ground 10 touchdowns and the most important stat zero losses and they've contributed huge to the five no dc defenders mike they've been a little bit of a thorn in your side as a vegas vipers fan <laughs> but tell us a little bit about jordan and Dierick, the, the two-headed monster in dc i'm gonna tell you
1: something about jordan that probably everybody knows um it comes to no surprise to any of us. I feel he was the USFL passing yards leader, NTD leader. I mean, yeah. let's be honest—that he destroyed that. Um, I, I wouldn't expect anything less from him. Uh, watching him in college, uh, something fun to do. Uh, Dear King. I'm going to tell you something crazy. His sophomore year in high school, he was an eighth string quarterback. <laughs> eighth string—that's worse than me.
0: Don't count him out.
1: That's insane. I, I could have been really that. worse than you. Yeah, it only took him a few weeks to get the first string. It took me a couple of years. All I was right. gonna
0: say Mike played for a single A school. I think De'Arik King was probably six. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, and you know maybe Mikey Manzel got no respect in in high school, but he's not going to be nominated for this award. Only XFL players eligible. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield used to say, I never get any respect, but these guys lead by example. And first up, of course, Jordan Tamu may not have the most impressive stats, but he's the leader of the best team in the XFL and we're going to give him his flowers. He does everything asked of him. He excels at it, does not complain when De'Eric King comes in to do his thing. Jordan supporting winning at all costs. And of course, he's going to end up being an MVP long shot. But don't doubt Jordan Tamu. He deserves your respect. I likened it to Stetson Bennett at Georgia how he never got any love in the Heisman race, but went out and won two national titles. Next up, Quinton Dormady had his name dragged through the mud by false reports. Many of you forgot, innocent till proven guilty. There were allegations Dormady sold the playbook. They were completely untrue after a thorough investigation by the league. Dormady was able to put the distractions aside, came off the bench for Orlando and Vegas last weekend to go 22 of 25 for 256 yards and two touchdowns. And I think if you would have started this game, the Guardians may be in the win column. Dormady was automatic for a guy who has sat most of the year. And finally, roughnecks defensive corner Brian Stewart. This unit quietly won of the league's best, and while Wade Phillips and A.J. Smith get all that publicity, Stewart just suffocates the opposing offenses. He did work with Wade Phillips before, but he isn't worried about that spotlight. Remember, his defense won Houston. This San Antonio game we just showed after the offense was completely ineffective in the second half. So a couple of underrated gunslingers and a defensive coordinator here for the no respect award and the freshie for no respect goes to Jordan Tamu. back to back freshie awards here, 658 passing yards, 208 rushing yards, one interception tough to do in a league where a lot of picks are being thrown. Congratulations. He's also two and against St. Louis's former team, our no respect award at midseason goes to Jordan Tamo. I know you just told us, Mike, a little bit about him. Uh, can we talk enough about Jordan here? I mean, I could go on all day about him.
1: I tell you what, I, I'll give you this one. Um, watching him and listening to him making calls on the field, um, listening to to him talk to his teammates. I tell you what, that's a leader, man. That's a leader on and off the field. I, I would love him in my locker room. Uh, I, I I hope he he really gets on. Uh, and wins this league this year. I, Ooh, I think. He, my I hope
0: DC wins it all. I us Go. I,
1: I, and I'm I'm not saying that because because I, I'm uh, getting paid under the table by Maddie Fresh. I promise that's not it. Um, he's the real deal, man. I, I think I think the NFL would would kill for someone like him who knows the offensive playbook and knows his role.
0: And I, again, I just think he gets no respect. You hear the Rock talking a lot about AJ McCarron and these other guys, but the Rocks. Culture aligns with Jordan Tamu's values, that faith, family, and football. Out of that Samoan culture, Tamu got the chance to to really show that this year, and he gets no respect for it. Quinton Dormity was a very close second, by the way. Very impressed with what he's done. Coming up next, our Throwback Player Award. These guys like football old school. They aren't afraid to take a hit. In fact, they crave contact. So grab your hard hack. Go to work with Juice Ellison. He could have also been nominated as a breakout star, but I think this one fits him much better. The former rugby star, guys, broke both his legs in high school. That's something Mikey Manziel can't say he did, but that didn't slow him down at Southeastern Louisiana or as a Seattle Sea Dragon. Juice is going to run it right through your face, so don't tell him he plays in a passing offense. He doesn't care. Next up, Austin Prohl, the former tar hero. He, you know, plays for his dad, but I think he's the opposite of a coach's pet. Prohl flies fearlessly. Across the middle, as you see on this play here that beats San Antonio, a weapon in the slot and does not shy away from the safeties. Mikey Manziel said he catches those hospital balls, not afraid to go in there, much like his dad back in the day. And finally, Reggie Northrup told us himself on the show. He's old school, craving contact, showing it through his MMA background, a leader on and off the field, and the heartbeat of the D.C. Defenders. I think you put these three on the field together, you get a winning culture. These guys embody the meaning of player 54. And the Freshie Award for throwback player goes to Juice Ellison. 52 carries, 254 yards, 4.9 yards per carry, and 10 10 rushes of 10 yards or more. Uh, We lost track, Zook, on his broken tackle stat. I think that had too many numbers to fit on the screen. Uh, But Juice Ellison, by far, (laughs) leads the league in broken tackles. Congratulations, Juice. Always supporting you here. And we aren't done yet, Mike. Tell us a little bit about Morgan Ellison, who we like to call juice here because, hey, that's what he goes by. I,
1: I'll tell you what. I saw I saw Zook pump his fist in the air. <laughs> um, it's the only thing Seattle winning this year. Yeah, no, no. I will say he is a tough-nosed football player, and there's another one that was in Seattle a few years ago. The Saints know him. I'll tell you why. He's beast mode, and I think this is our beast mode Ooh, of the XFL. Okay, I like the comparison. And and not only that, he is a musician. He's a very talented yeah. artist, and he was on Last Chance U's University. I wow. mean, that that's, that's that's a resume for you. I, I'll tell you what, uh, give give a listen to his music. Um, it goes
0: as hard as his uh, running style. I'll tell you that <laughs> much. So <laughs> that's awesome, Juice Ellison, We love you here. Love watching you run in a passing offense. Yet, yeah. of course, we aren't done yet. We have secret weapon. Our next category. And much like Breakout Star, these guys, maybe not on the front page, but they're poised for a touchdown every time they touch it. Our first nominee, Brian Hill. And he's no secret to being held out of the spotlight. Former Wyoming Cowboy, came out of the woodwork for the Falcons back in 2017 and 18. And much like he is now for the St. Louis BattleHawks, he's in an offense with A.J. McCarron and elite wide receivers, but Hill has been so steady. Just look at this run in week one. I know he won a lot of fantasy titles for a lot of you back in 2017 and 18. Brian Hill, secret weapon. Next up, John Lovett. Vipers use him in the run and pass game, and they love it. A one-cut back who can house it on any touch, whether that's a handoff or a reception. The former Penn State Nittany Lion, let's go, Johnny, has shown his sneaky big play ability. And they love him on the wheel route, guys. <laughs> Look at this. This is a running back, and, and he's one of uh, Vegas' most deadly receivers. They got some options there with Bidette, Sweeting, and Lovett. And speaking of Sweeting, who would this be a category without Sinque? Slippery Rock star is just that slippery. Hard to bring down on the open field. Always seems to be open, similar to Jacquard Pearson. And many of you talked about Martavis Bryant, Geronimo Allison, Jeff Badette. They forgot about 1 4. He has become one of the best kept secrets in this league from little Slippery Rock University. That play right there cost me a cover. <laughs> so I hate that we have to show it. But what a baller he is. A couple of running back, wide receiver hybrids here in these categories. Guys who can truly do it all in the run and pass game. And the Freshie Award for our secret weapon goes to Sin Q Sweeting. 13 catches, 191 yards, and three touchdowns. And this is the big one. 14.7 yards per catch. Mike, slippery rock from the state we grew up in. What do you know about Sin Q?
1: I tell you what, that is not far away from us. I, I I've been to a few games. I toured the campus before. Um, a, a lot of the players I you get played an offer with, there. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, you could have been throwing balls to Sweeting. I could have been. There is actually there is actually a few wide receivers that he played played with. He actually was a running back before going.
0: Doesn't there. surprise me at all. Um, yeah. he
1: he was a very elusive running back. Came from Seton Hall. Oh wow! Uh, and not only that, he had fourteen hundred all-purpose yards at Slippery Rock. U. On an offense that almost did 4,000. 4,
0: yeah, he's trending that way here, too, for the XFL. I mean, sweeting. It's just all over the field. He's the kick returner, too. So, he is our XFL secret weapon. Congratulations, SinQ. Well, quarterbacks, hide your kids for this category. Your worst nightmare. These beasts have punished signal callers all season. With a relentless pass rush and ability to create chaos. Our first nominee, Max Roberts, second year proud of Boston College, has been hell for opposing quarterbacks. Just look at that play. Maximilian will for sure be a millionaire in the NFL one day. Tuzar Skipper, former Toledo Rocket, used to play Tuesday night maxion, just an absolute monster for that Jim Hazlitt, Seattle Sea Dragon defense. And Tim Ward, 6'6, 255 out of Old Dominion, leading that confident Phillips 3-4 defense. And Tim Ward really defines a quarterback's worst nightmare. These guys can only hope that they don't end up sending one of these quarterbacks to the hospital. I think the XFL hopes that as well. All physical specimens. But the Freshie Award for quarterback nightmare goes to Tuzar Skipper. 11 tackles, 5 for loss, 4 sacks. And here's the impressive one, guys. 3 forced fumbles. That for sure leads the league. Congratulations, Tuzar. And my buddy Coach Fly from Penn State. His linebacker coach knows how to use them. You are our quarterback's worst nightmare at midseason. Mike, I saw you over there cringing during this category. You've taken some big hits in Division three in your career. Tuzar Skipper hasn't laid the wood on you yet, but if he did, what would it feel like?
1: I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> his name is Tuzar for not too far from the NFL.
0: Yeah. Um, watching,
1: his, watching his film, uh, he went to Toledo, Mac player. Love it. Um, I will tell you what. He's all over the field when it, it, it's needed most. Um, he makes some pivotal plays. Um, if he hit me, I swear to you, Matt, I would contemplate getting up. Uh, he, he he is he is a a well defined machine, and yeah. he's come out of pretty much nowhere for this defense. Um, and I love to see it. I I mean, I'm pretty sure he's lost us money on our Mac betting. I know how much you love betting the Mac, especially the overs. Oh right? my gosh, yeah. that that
0: conference. I'm I'm happy to see it. Some he tough is, guys um, out of the Midwest. He he just defines that quarterback nightmare category. Congratulations to Czar Skipper and to the rest of our nominees as well. Continuing with the Freshie Awards, we have most NFL ready. And The Rock has made it no secret. This is a league of opportunity. These guys will need to show out to get back to the NFL. And he's been all over the show, Akeem Butler. 6'6", has all the tools. Just look at some of these catches. I mean, we don't have enough highlights to show him. Uh, He's been all over this show, Akeem Butler. I mean, every time. Uh, Just look at this. Bang. I'm just running guys over. You'd think that he's a stick. No, he's not. He's powerful. Next, Abram Smith, also a former nominee. Not easy to do in a passing league as a running back. Number one pick in the XFL skill position draft. I really wonder, guys, how Abram Smith is not on an NFL roster. I think it's because running backs in the NFL are highly undervalued. And then, of course, Cody Latimer. The Guardians might be 0-5, but the former Indiana Hoosier has shown he can produce anyway. NFL scouts are going to admire this dedication. He's the best player on a struggling team. Without him, they'd be much worse off. He could play wide out. He could play tight end. He'll put you in a pretzel in motion. Look at this, Mike. He runs out to motion and just sprints right down the sideline. He's going to run right past your corner and catch a 50-50 ball. That's Cody Latimer to a T right there, and he'll be back in the league soon enough. Remember, Orlando plus seven and a half. If you had that, you just cashed it with Cody Latimer and he put the cherry on top there with a little bow. We think all three of these guys are gonna end up in the league, but who will become that next PJ Walker, the XFL player that will be championed for years to come among us fans? Well, the Freshie Award for most NFL ready goes to Cody Latimer. 28 catches, 336 yards, three touchdowns and 12 yards per carry. Mike, you've played on some pretty bad teams in your lifetime. What's it like to be the best player on a bad team?
1: Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I knew um, he was going to say that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I was ever the best player on the team. <laughs> um, I had some really stellar wide receivers. Um, I'm pretty sure Cody Lattimore was a second round pick. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah.
0: Out um, of Indiana, the former Hoosier. And not only that, did he not win a Super Bowl? He's already won a Super Bowl, I believe. Yes, with the Denver Broncos. Got that ring. And um, he's 30 years old.
1: I mean, he's just dominating this league. What, what I love most about this guy is he has no quit. He yeah. has, has every reason to just say, you know what, I'm done. Um, as a Super Bowl champion on the Guardians this year, you would think, oh, man, I, I why am I risking my body? He loves yeah, the game, Matt.
0: Exactly. And think about how much worse off Orlando would be without him. Like, they, they don't have many other options. Cody Latimer has been the heartbeat of the Orlando Guardians. And they're going to win a game this year because of Cody Latimer. Congratulations, Cody. You could help any NFL team reach the Super Bowl in your career. We just hope it's the Green Bay Packers. (laughs) Moving along here, on an island. We've honored a ton of wide receivers so far. we got to give the corner some credit, right? We had our quarterback's worst nightmare. This is the wide receiver's worst nightmare. Luke Barco, perfect example of a guy who won't get stats because nobody throws his way. Lock down Luke. Playing for that really tough San Antonio Brahma's Jim Herman defense. As you see here, they held a very potent June Jones-Seattle Sea Dragon offense to just 15 points. Uh, guys have not wanted to line up against Luke. Look at him here in coverage. Uh, Zook hated this play. This is the interception from Ben DiDucci that almost cost you the game. Luke was right there on the spot. He's a nominee. Next up, Michael Joseph. He was also a nominee for breakout star, Mr. Ice. Just an absolute ball magnet, this guy is. Coming up clutch in the biggest moments. He always wears that 202 chain. Here he is, sitting back. Just run the route for you. I mean, basically won this game, which was huge in week one. And of course, a Ajene Harris. Look at this. Is that the play of the year in the XFL? What a pick. Leads the league in interceptions out of USC. Top corner for that Wade Phillips defense. And these quarterbacks, including Danucci there, they've been trying them. And they've been paying for it, Ajene, five picks on the year. Certainly a guy that you got to consider when you look at the top corners in the league. These are the best three in the league for our money in one of the most important positions in all of football. And the Freshie Award for best on the island goes to Michael Joseph. 15 solo tackles, four interceptions, 78 yards on those picks, and two touchdowns. Mike from one mic to another he has literally won dc games we saw him give up a long touchdown against st louis and come right back and ice the game with a pick he's just been so fun to watch and you have a little bit about his background
1: yeah i do i i also want to add it is tough to find a corner that can that can pick the ball off and cover like that and come up and make plays in the ground game and he does that very well um that whole dc defense complements each other um this is for all of, all of the athletes who feel like they have to be the best person on their team at all, all times. Michael Joseph never started a high school
0: game, ever. Sounds like me.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, Matt. Uh, Matt was all-around all JV team in high school. He never got but the But I didn't turn out like Michael
0: Joseph. That sounds like Michael Jordan and Michael <laughs> Joseph. Mike Joe got cut from his uh, uh, high school JV team simply to Mike Joseph. Look at him now, Mike. Awesome, awesome player. And congratulations to Mike Joe. Our XFL best on the island. And, you know, kicker lives matter. Punter lives matter. Come on. This is for the brand. They are people, too. Paying homage to Pat McAfee here. Nominees for the brand. Dan Whelan. The Irishman. What a story he has. You feel like all these punters end up coming from overseas, but Dan Whelan, the big 6'6 punter. Zook always raving about him in here. Had to add him in there. DC's punter. I mean... You don't see many 6'7 punters, guys. Whelan looks like he could hit you, too. And Parker Romo. Look at this. That was from 57. What's a guy who can kick a 57-yard field goal doing in the XFL? And no relation to Tony Romo. And, of course, Marquette King. Look at this. Just watch this. On the one, bounces inside, and he downs his own punt. Marquette King. One of the most ridiculous plays I've ever seen. Look at this. Literally lands on the one, spins it back inside, and he's Johnny on the spot for his own ball. He's punted in the NFL before. Marquette King will certainly be back in the league. And Arlington has punted a ton this year. So he's got a lot of reps. And the Freshie Award for For the Brand between Parker Romo, Dan Whelan, and Marquette King goes to one of two kings in the league. Not Eric, but Marquette. 1,053 punt yards, 45.8 per punt, landed four inside the 20, and bombed a 70-yarder to top it all off. Mike, we've been watching this guy for years. We talked about Juice Ellison being an artist. Marquette King is an artist as well, does some hip-hop, does some EDM. Huge social media influencer. He's been amazing for this league. Can't wait to have him on the show one day.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what, watching him punt brings me back to my glory days. (laughs) And not only was I a quarterback, I was. I was did an did show some film of that. All conference punter, um, you know, just in case we had to run some fakes. But Marquette <laughs> King should still be in the NFL. Yeah. Um, he made second team All Pro, and a fun fact and a stat for you, Matt: thirty six percent of his punts in the NFL were inside of the twenty. Whew. Think about that for how many times people punt, yeah. especially the Raiders.
0: And there's been some <laughs> disaster punters in the NFL. 36%. We've seen games lost. That's, that's incredible. Marquette King, uh, that one was a tough one to give out. I think he decided it last night with that play. What an incredible play for the Arlington Renegades to pick up another win. Marquette King, congratulations. So now some more awards, not focusing on individuals, but best game so far of the XFL season. Which one had us on the edge of our seat? Well, a lot of them, but this one especially. And I was there. Well, I was on the field for a drive until I was encouraged by the suits to go back up to the press box. And I missed that play, (laughs) but I did enjoy this game. Back and forth action, we saw Mikey Manziel break this one down on man-to-man before, and it really came down to the end. You saw Tamu score, he gets in there. The fourth and 15, McCarron drops back, Davin Bellamy wallops him. And what ensued here, things got a little chippy, and guys are actually still serving suspensions from this little Donnybrook that went on between D.C. and St. Louis, the first of two battles, and it was just a fired-up atmosphere. Oh, Seattle and Vegas. My two co-hosts here today, Chris Hook and Mikey Manzel, each on an opposite side of this one. But what a game this was. All the passing touchdowns, back and forth with the lead changes – Brett Hundley showing out, Ben DiNucci showing out, Josh Gordon playing his best ball, and it comes down to this play. Josh Gordon breaking out his inner Randy Moss. This one was electric from start to finish. This got the XFL on the map, and then St. Louis and Seattle in Week 2. How could we forget this one? St. Louis been known as that comeback team. They did it against San Antonio. I was going to nominate that one, but... I can't nominate a game that was bad for three quarters. This one was good the entire game. A.J. McCarron with the ice in his veins. Keeps him alive there with a little flip to Austin Prohl. They call a timeout. And here's Donnie. I'm sorry, Zook. that we had to show you that. Donnie Hegman-Good knocks it through. Kept the Battle Hawks undefeated. Three games that were all electric. They are nominees for best game. This might have been... The toughest one to decide because for each of these games, I'm trying to remember which ones we bet on. I think Seattle, Vegas, we had the over. St. Louis, D.C., of course, I had my defenders. And I think Zook had a bet on St. Louis, Seattle. So the freshie award for best game up to this point in the season is Seattle and Vegas. These teams combined for 56 points, 862 total yards. Six pass touchdowns, four lead changes, and one massive headache for Mikey Manziel. Mike, what what was your reaction watching this one? I know we saw a man-to-man. You ended up having to paint your chest. We're going to mute Zook so he can't interject here. This game was so close to being the Vipers' first win, and they just let it slip through their fingers.
1: Yeah, Matt. I, I will say that I know you guys picked this one on purpose, and, and and me being in the studio today had a lot to do with this pick. Um, this started that downward spiral for me. Um, I had to show my chest. I I, I got I got embarrassed uh, on our live chat. Um, dur- during our during
0: our you could have went to the game.
1: Well, Spirit Airlines really didn't <laughs> do me any justice here. They delayed my flight. I had a thirty six hour layover while you had first class.
0: Well, the winds were about 45 miles an hour. I could have flew there myself. It's pretty impressive that they were able to throw the ball this well in this game, but what a barn burner from start to finish, Seattle and Vegas. Congratulations to everybody who was a part of that game. Down to the chain gang. Great, great stuff. And with the best game comes best play. And, of course, we have some nominees for this one. I mean, you could have picked 10 to 20 of these, but – Sorry to pile on here, Mike. This was one of the best plays of the XFL season. Josh Gordon backpedaling. Ben DiNucci. Are they on the same page now? (laughs) After the comments we heard from DiNucci coming off the field. I have to think it was just heat of the moment. The St. Louis 4th and 15 against San Antonio week one. This was the highest rated XFL game of the season from a television standpoint. And this is why. Austin Prohl finds himself open on the sideline. McCarron gets socked here. Still makes the play. And the first ever double forward pass in XFL history, A.J. Smith paying tribute to Mike Leach, John Trey Kirkland, and Deontay Burnett, set up by Brandon Silvers making the hockey pass. What a special moment that was for those guys. A.J. Smith told us on Twitter that Mike Leach used to ask him every now and then, hey, what do you have cooking up in your playbook? What What's a new idea? Well, A.J. said this one was for the pirate Mike Leach. But the Freshie Award for the best play of the season, of course, has to go to that one. Mike Leach, honored in a special way on that night in Orlando. Double pass touchdown. Brandon Silvers the John Trey Kirkland to Deontay Burnett. Put that one in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. First ever double forward pass in professional football history. We were looking for that in XFL 2020. Never got it for a touchdown, though. And, you know, we have a lot of players And a lot of coaches in this league. But we couldn't do it without the fans. For the fans, by the fans is what we are here on Spring Ball Boulevard. And we have an award here to give out for fan tradition. The fan tradition award, you could go to all eight fan bases, have special things about each individual tradition that they do. Obviously, we've been highlighting them all year long. We have the beer snake in D.C., we have Kakaw is the Law in St. Louis. We have the Alamo Dome. We got the Houston Roughneck fans. We have all kind of different ones to pick from. They were launching lemons in Audi Field Week 1. Ben DiNucci was allergic. He got rattled. Look at that crowd. They didn't give him their beer snake. Then it came back, and it was glorious as ever, as John Schriffen said on the broadcast. Reaching the very top of Section 137 brought a tear to my eye. St. Louis, and although they haven't beat D.C. yet, got to give them credit, highest attendance in spring football history in the modern era, 38,310. Kakaw is certainly the law there in St. Louis. Some of the most passionate fans throughout the entire XFL. And they're going to make a late playoff push here. And if they end up uh, deep in those playoffs, that place is going to be rocking. Too bad they have to run into D.C. Of course, our San Antonio Brahma's in the Alamo Dome they had a crowd of about 25,000 on hand for that week 1 game against St. Louis the rock was there San Antonio a great city for football another one of those cities that does not have a NFL team that just gets absolutely fired up when the XFL does come around but come on guys <laughs> i mean i know we had to we had to uh, entertain the nominees there but the freshie award for fan tradition goes to the damn beer snake in Audi Field, 3,036 cups, 48,576 ounces of beer, 119 lemons launched, and I'll bring it back in for both of you guys. Zero losses. And Mikey Manzel has yet to contribute to the beer snake. He calls himself <laughs> the Sergeant of the Snake Pit out there in Vegas. Mike, this thing has been your worst nightmare all season. If you had a chance to be within arm's reach of the beer snake, what would you do? Well, um, before I get into the beer
1: snake, Matt, I just want to let you know, I've been a victim of the lemon launch um, in my own household. This I have true. a DC fan, and it's all because of you. I just want to let you know that.
0: We did count those in the 119 lemons launched, <laughs> by the way, and uh, I said it earlier in the season. Ben Denucci and lemons, what a great combo. Mikey Manzella and lemons. But, hey, the fans got rid of the lemons once the beer snake came back. That's all we really wanted in D.C., and that's a tradition that just gets bigger and bigger as time goes on. Those are the Freshie Awards for midseason. Thank you to all of the electric players and the just great coaches in this league and the personnel that makes it all work. You are the reason we have something to talk about every Monday and Thursday night. Congratulations to all of our nominees and winners, of course. Uh, those four trophies that are sitting on Mikey Manzel's table will eventually be delivered. Uh, they may come in 30 to 35 business days with the way Mike gets around to things, but you'll get them eventually. And it is a Monday night show, guys, so should we talk about our best bets? from last week while we're all here
2: unfortunately we have
0: to so i was one and one had the dc money line and i took a flyer on that houston seattle over and i was reminded over and over again by the broadcast crew that i was cooked they actually said if you took the under you're cooked they had to pile it on i had to mute the broadcast so it was a painful one houston did not score in the first half then I had to sweat it at the end because they came down and they had a chance to tie it and send overtime, which would have hit the over. But I can't hit on a total. I'm 0-3 on totals this year. What is my full record? 7-4? and yeah, Something like that. So it's only 7-3. 7-4, something like that. So three of four have yeah. been totals that I missed. 7-3,
2: three, all three were right. totals. I got to stick to sides.
0: I, I, I can't play these totals, and it's too hard in this league. And, Zook, you had a tough one last wow. night as well.
2: I did, I know this. Just like Seattle, San Antonio is on my do not bet list. Yeah, They're we said done. the
0: Renegades. Renegades covered. They're now one and four against the spread. But I think it took the wind out of your sails when Reed Sonette came out of the game.
2: It did. It was unfortunate. I was super happy to see him get um, some time he was on looking the field. Decent, yeah. Former Eagle.
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: Uh, so I, it was nice to see him play, and then he mm-hmm. got hurt. So
0: yeah, and 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 Mike had the gall (laughs) to take the over in that game. What a miserable game to take the over in. Mike, what, at this point, 0-6 on your best bets, down more than you can imagine. What goes into these plays? Do you just look at what we bet and fade? Or do you have a system play? Just while you're here in studio, can you please explain to our, I, I personally think it's harder to do what Mike does and lose every single bet, I could throw darts and pick a winner. What you've done is probably more impressive, Mike, than going 6-0. and So let me give you that credit. How do you do it, sir?
1: Well, first and foremost, I'd like to thank you. Um, <laughs> for no, giving I, you bets to fade. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what's crazy about this? Um, I really, really like the over in this game um, for, for one specific reason. Uh, one of those offenses has to get going sooner or later. I mean, come on, Matt. I mean, you just need one game for it to click where everyone just just gets on it. I've been there. We, we You've watched it yourself with uh, with all the teams we've watched.
0: Moan oh, for Cone.
1: It. No, no. I, and, and I really thought it was going to happen today. I thought one of these offenses were going to explode, have some big plays, have some big celebrations. Um, And I guess we're just going to have to wait, th- wait this week, Matt. And you could make all those hand motions, but...
0: I'm in studio now, bud. Catch Man to Man with Mikey Manzel. I think coming up on Tuesday next week because we have Monday
2: Night Football in the district. We have one huge announcement to make.
0: What is, go ahead, Zook. Tell him what our huge announcement is because honestly, after going through 16 Freshie Awards, I'm about spent. Pip-pip. Parlay! How could I forget? I, I See... Mike threw me off with all that negativity. <laughs> I forgot about the pip-pip parlay. What did we hit? Plus 830 for Piper. If you have been tailing Piper's parlay, you have now hit two of five weeks. For reference, if Mikey Manzel played a parlay every day for 365 days, I would give him five. We have hit two in five weeks. That dog... Our live mascot is betting at a better clip than us. Up more in units, better record, <laughs> took a hammer this week at plus 830, the highest odds Piper's ever played, and nailed it. Seattle Moneyline as a dog. Under. Fade Mike took the under in that Arlington San Antonio game. And, and then the what bet else? that
2: I wish I took was, what was it? Orlando plus seven and a <laughs> half.
0: Oh, the guardians. See, I said going into the week, the guardians were the play. We didn't have the guts. You know what Piper does? She takes her heart out of it. She says, what's this emotion that you guys are betting on? I look at the data. This dog studies the data. And there were also what? uh, 57 points combined in that game. So she got 57 treats. (laughs) While she played Orlando plus seven and a half and let out a bark when Quentin Dormity hit Cody Latimer to cover in the back door. Piper's parlay. Zook didn't let me forget. Plus 830. That is the Freshie Awards. I don't know how we made it through the show with Mikey Manziel here in person. He has managed to not completely derail the show. And I do want to give a special thanks to the unflappable Chris Zook who on very short notice produced this entire show for us. And we hope you guys enjoyed the Freshie Awards because, of course, we'll be back. And maybe in the postseason when we give these out, we'll have the Zookies. But never the Mikey's. <laughs> for Mikey Manziel, for Chris Zook, I am Maddie Fresh. And remember, there is no such thing as football season. Good night from the Freshie Awards.